Welcome to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss topics submitted by you about how we find Christ in all things related to His church in your life. I'm your host, Taylor Easley, and I am joyfully joined by Pastor Chad Hunsberger. Yeah, that's me. How you doing? All is well. Great. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so today's uh, topic is very near and dear to your heart. Yeah. I feel like. Um, Colonial Heights puts a very large emphasis on reaching the nations for the gospel, as most evangelical Christian churches do. However, I feel like Colonial Heights is one of the sendingest churches. Okay. Yeah, I'm sticking with that word. I know, I'm for it. You know, I was thinking through this, and I was like, how do you describe what Colonial Heights is really good at? And Mm. I think sendingest is an excellent description. Yes, thanks. So I take it as a compliment. It really, I mean, it really is one of the, yeah, the, yeah, certainly most, one of our high values. Yeah. One of the things we want to do well. Send, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. biggest that I've encountered, really. Um, in fact, among the staff, you get picked on quite a lot for yes. talking about the nations. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not even bothered by. I it. was about to say I didn't <laughs> think it bothered you it, at it, all. Not like, at all. In fact, in uh, the least. <laughs> I was just I was talking to a guy just an, an hour ago about uh, speaking at something else, and he was like, "Yeah, so I'll probably get you to talk about missions or the nations or something." <laughs> and uh, like, I think I, can I was do like, that. "Oh, okay, shocker." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. It's a. It's kind of a. Uh, an encouragement, if that makes sense. I, yeah. I was talking to speak on the same topic. I was, was talking to a college student who is joining our Omega program yeah. uh, through the Timothy Project, and uh, which, he, if you don't know what that is, visit the timothyproject.org. Yeah, that's a nice plug. <laughs> um, and he said, "You know, he said, you know, Pastor, um, like, it's not like you we have like mission Sundays all the time, but I feel like." You, we here at Colonial Heights, we just talk about the nations a lot. So I guess I'm just willing to go wherever I'm supposed to. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. you got it, man. Yep. So, Fully indoctrinated. Yes, he's in. <laughs> Success. This is great. No, it's awesome. I think it's I think it's excellent. I don't think that there's anything wrong with being yeah, known yeah, as yeah, the yeah. pastor who likes to send yeah, people. right. Sure. So, but with that, like with yeah. having individuals that are being sent out, whether it's across the res or across sure. the world, there comes with that. Uh, a special need for caring for them. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, at Colonial Heights, there are these things called care teams. Mm -hmm. So what is the purpose of a care team and why is it important? Yeah. So um, that's a great question. Kind of think of, maybe it's even helpful to to see the the full picture. So when we send uh, a, a family or an individual to uh, a foreign place in particular, uh, we want to come alongside them for the long haul. We want to help them before they go. So each person or couple or family uh, is assigned a, a mission mentor, and that mission mentor comes alongside them, walks through some discipleship material with them. They don't have to have ever been on the mission field or anything like that, but just walking through Scripture together, being a prayer partner and encourager uh, before they're ever sent. And then... Um, as they're preparing to go, they, uh, along with Kylie, our uh, global discipleship pastor, kind of um, select a group of people that will be their care team. And the care team uh, will know more about this family than probably anybody else in the church. They will be the ones that know more than just birthdays or 
a general prayer request, but might be on an email thread or a text thread or a, some kind of other app communication mm-hmm. thread that will help them know specific prayer requests or times. Uh, hey, I'm about to have this conversation with this government official about my visa, so everybody be praying about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I'm about to go into this about starting a business, so would you pray about that? This this happens on this day at this time, those kinds of requests. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, kind of thinking of it as in like, concentric circles, so to speak, that that mission mentor, uh, they're going to maybe know the most about them because they're going to have walked through the preparation and uh, specific prayer request about them as a a couple or a family or an individual. And then they are on the care team. So they're kind of goes out from there. And then some of those members might be in their life group. So then you think about a life group who has gotten to know these, this family, uh, naturally through the mm-hmm. course of the life of the church. Um, and so they're certainly going to be ones that they do know birthdays. They do know um, kind of general prayer requests, maybe even more so than the church at large. But that care team is going to be the ones that receive the emergency message. Uh, pray about this specific thing. Or um, when when people are home on furlough, it's the care team who are the first to hear about needs for their their two or three or four months at home. So back in the States. So they think, okay, uh, think about like um, when somebody has a baby and the, the, the group that brings them meals and make sure that, uh, you know, the other kids in the family get to their appointments mm-hmm. and all those kind of things. Those friends, uh, that is the care team for the, the, the missionaries on the field. So um, oftentimes we're hoping that those care teams would, when possible, uh, that they some of them make visits um, to specifically be an encouragement to mm-hmm. those on the field. Um, and then again, when the missionaries are home, that they are the ones to provide the first week's worth of meals uh, when they get back. And they're the ones that um, are helping them uh, think through things like, uh, hey, I, I gotta, I haven't been here in three years. I need to try to get my kid a dentist appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're back here trying to help make some of those connections or, um, hey, it's summertime. Can you help us know about uh, summer camps and vacation Bible school and when those things are? Right. So the care team is like their uh, connection back to Colonial Heights. Um, and whenever it's possible that that team is also the one kind of communicating with the church or the life group, kind of the next circle out mm-hmm. uh, to let them know about things that uh, kind of keep everybody else in the loop. Um, that number on a care team can change um, based on both the, the individual or family um, and kind of what their needs are. Um, but the desire would be that it would be anywhere probably between five and twelve, uh, some mm-hmm. of the, that number, maybe more, um, when there's couples you know, considering in that way. Um, but yeah, so just just recently there was a a couple that on a Sunday night that stood before the church explaining that they're going to leave in a few months. Um, they couldn't say where. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't tell us uh, as many details about that. I would assume not that the care team even knows uh, the specifics, but they probably know a more 
uh, it's like the the closer you are, the more likely you know a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but even they're trying to protect the care team from knowing too much because then it gets harder to keep that secret uh, safe, okay. so right. to speak. Not because the uh, you know the confidentiality would be broken, but in the nature of uh, security. the security. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's sometimes it can be a, a, when when one person says Asia. Uh, somebody else says Southeast Asia and somebody else gets to hear, uh, you know, fill in the blank, right? There's a, another region that's a little bit more specific or there's another something. Uh, again, it's, it's like, um, there's, there's families we have in Africa. Okay. Well, Africa is a pretty big continent. So mm-hmm. is it, do we, do we only need to say Africa? Do we need to, can we say Northern Africa and can we say, uh, East Africa, can you say the country they're in? Can you say the city they're in? Can you say, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so each group sometimes is able to know a little bit more um, based on what that that might be. Right. So I remember y'all talking about the formation, how these mm-hmm. came to be and what they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think the value is in having oh, them? And great. why is it important for yeah. each missionary, either team or individual to have yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. The, the sense of uh, separate separateness. <laughs> We're making up words today, <laughs> yeah, right? Sure, the the sense that a missionary can feel of isolation mm-hmm. can be so significant. We want to make sure that any missionary we send is sent with a team already. Uh, Lord willing, that's already always our desire is there will be at least another family, another individual, some somebody that is making up a team that they will work alongside. But even still the isolation that exists for missionaries on the field, we know uh, is, is particularly challenging. And so um, we want them to feel and know a reality of it, of at minimum a prayer support here that says, okay, uh, we, we think of it like holding the rope, right? Um, if you're going to go down into the well, we're going to be on this end holding the rope uh, through prayer, through financial support, through visits, through uh, providing uh, if if where you live can get shipments of stuff, then we send the shipments of stuff. Um, all of those kinds of things. I, I think about biblically, uh, this happens with Epaphroditus, right? So uh, Paul is, uh, he writes about Epaphroditus coming to visit him. And he says, thank you for sending not only the stuff that I needed, but for sending our brother Epaphroditus to, for he was a great encourager to me. And so what we think about these care teams is that they are like Epaphroditus. Sometimes they're physically there. Sometimes they're only be able to be there in, in prayer support or financial support. But that those who workers on the field are not uh, feeling left alone. So many times um, it can be on either end uh, at fault for this but so many times when a missionary is sent out um, they aren't heard from again for sometimes even years at a time Um, and particularly in our denomination um, that happens even more frequently because of the the great support that the International Mission Board provides is complete financial support for Mm -hmm. them and so um, oftentimes those missionaries become too detached and they, IMB knows this is a problem. They're trying to 
find ways to resolve that. Mm-hmm. But they they are so detached from the church once they go into the field that that then it, it becomes hard to continue to maintain those levels of support and care and encouragement. Um, and so we want to be ones who say, we're not going to forget you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think about the family that, again, that stood in front of the church. They stood in front of some 300 plus people, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that those 300 plus people will genuinely pray for them. I'm mm-hmm. not negating that. But they aren't likely to have the same depth of relationship with each of them. So we want to try to say, okay, uh, almost take some ownership. And if we can put a care team with them that takes some ownership of them so that, yes, all 300 or all 700 of us that are here on a Sunday morning are saying, yes, you're with us. But that 12 or 20 uh, or whatever the number is, they are keeping up with you. They're keeping track. They're making sure you're doing okay. They're, they're give, bringing reports back. Mm-hmm. Um, because no group would be able to do that. Lord willing, we continue to send, right? Uh, so if there's, right now there's three on the field um, with another one about to go and three more that we kind of see like in the hopper, so to speak. And so we're saying, okay, no, the, we no group can handle all of them well. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that uh, they are provided for, given encouragement. Um, the, the work is hard, yeah. right? It is isolating. It's challenging. Um, it can include persecution. It can include the challenges of visas and passports and paperwork uh, on top of trying to learn language and trying to share the gospel yeah. and try to run a business or lead a church or whatever the thing is. And so... Um, we just want to come alongside them as best we can right. as those senders. I can only imagine if I'm about to go to a different country where I don't know the language, mm-hmm. that feeling like I'm I'm being cared for, mm-hmm. like my health and my, my wellness mentally is being cared right, for right. by people back at home. Like yeah. that would mean so much yeah. to me. That's our hope, right? And right. Um, they have kids, right, right. Uh, that are leaving their friends mm-hmm. and they have they have friends that they're leaving. And so even trying to uh, make sure that that those kids stay in touch with other kids mm-hmm. and those kind of things. I'm thinking about um, some of my, my kids have friends that now live in other countries. And mm-hmm. uh, I consider that a really great gift uh, that they're seeing that in people their age. Yeah. Um, but it's also a challenge, right? Uh, that was It was hard for their friends to leave. It's hard right. for them to see their friends leave. Um and so how do we help them write notes and connect with Zoom calls and mm-hmm. do that sort of thing um, so that they can stay uh, engaged and encouraged and um, supported in that way? Right. I think that ties back to community Absolutely. In, a, in a really yeah. real way yeah. and, and remembering that <clears throat> we can only do really great work that it comes out of yeah. community. Absolutely. So, I think I think that's one of the things for everybody to to hear or be reminded of again like the the work of the missionary uh, should start the, uh, some I said it uh, just recently but should start and end with the church. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes one of those two things doesn't happen and so it's missing the picture and so it starts with this local church with the desire that one day there would be a healthy local church wherever there headed mm-hmm. uh, among a people that, that don't know the gospel. And so it's like, okay, start and end mm-hmm. and all along in between as well, be connected to the church. Yeah.
Yeah. That's great. I love that. And we'll be in prayer for this family who yeah. is leaving. Do you know when they're leaving? Uh, right now, they're, they're expecting to leave in April. Okay. Okay. So we'll be in, pray f- in prayer for them, and we yeah. cannot say their name. Correct. Um, so we want to make sure to protect them yeah, as yeah. much as we can. But uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add? I would say if you are at Colonial Heights, um, one, you need to know that your role is to either be sent or be a sender. And so pray about what that looks like for you. Uh, and, and so how, how does that play out? If, the, if that's one where you think, okay, now I know I would be supported, I would be cared for if I am one of those that is sensing maybe I'm supposed to go, uh, you need to know to reach out to us uh, as staff and leadership and that we would say, okay, let's start making some of those connections uh, so you can be encouraged and supported. Um, and if you're not at Colonial Heights, you're a listener from somewhere else and you would say, okay, well, how do I do that at my church? How do I help? I would say go to your pastor, mm-hmm. um, go to the leadership and say, hey, this is something I am feeling like I'm supposed to go. Uh, and and then with gentleness and kindness, if they don't have a care team set up for you, I mean, you can ask people to do that. Mm-hmm. Like It doesn't require a pastor to formulate that for you, but certainly you can gather a group of people around you uh, so that you're not isolated in the same way and you can you can help them know how to care for you. Right. Uh, sometimes I think we get bothered that, that nobody's helping us and then we're not always willing to ask mm-hmm. for that help. I get it. It's it's hard to ask for help, but I would say it's like, help me help you. Right. Um, and so I think that would be my encouragement to those who, of you who are being sent is help us help you. Um, we want to, and I think more people want to than you realize. Sometimes they just don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lack of knowledge, and it's not a lack of care. It's just they don't know. Right. So help them know. Right. Okay. That's awesome. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Christ and All podcast. You can catch a new one every single Wednesday. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast or share it on whatever social media you have. Uh, this helps other people find us. If you want to submit a question for us to discuss in the new year, you can send it to info at colonialheights.org. We can't wait to hear from you, and thanks for listening.